this isn't meant to be long-term. This is meant to be if you can get your finances together, then in the future, you can spend more money on the things that you want to do and they can be guilt-free. Welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. So glad you guys decided to come back. Give us another listen. Today's podcast episode is all about how we can cut costs and make sure that our budget is staying in check. I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm also really excited because we have something new for you over on livepotentially.com. So if you go over to livepotentially.com, you can check out the new tab on the website that will allow you to download a budget on Excel or Google Sheets, whichever you prefer, for free. You can use exactly the template that Isabel and I use to budget our expenses every month. And if you have any questions, let me know. I hope you guys use it. I hope you like it. Give me your feedback. Let me know what you liked about it, what you might want tweaked in the future, and I can see about updating that as we go. You should definitely go check out that budget. I've just started using it this past year, and it's been really helpful for me to see exactly where all of my money is going and where I can cut costs. There are so many things you can cut costs on when you are budgeting. One of the first things we're going to talk about is grocery shopping. It's so expensive every single week buying groceries. I personally like to cut costs by getting some of the more generic items. For example, I don't eat dairy at all. I always get almond milk and I found that like the Walmart brand almond milk is actually better than the name brand one and it's so much cheaper. If you're willing to try these products, they might actually taste better to you and you don't have to spend as much money. If the food is just as good as the name brand, I'm definitely willing to do it. I know that usually if I get any type of cereal, I'm usually okay with the generic brand, except for specifically Reese's Puffs, which I don't get that much because they're not very good for you. But when I do get them, I have to get the name brand because it's just better than all the generic brand Reese's Puffs. I agree with that. I've tried the generic ones of those and it's not my favorite. I usually get generic mini wheats or something like that because it tastes basically the same. Right now, our grocery budget is so small that we don't really get a lot of extras. So cereal is not like an extra that we usually get um, because we're trying to be healthier and everything and that's not exactly a healthy breakfast. But oh man, I love cereal and when I do get Reese Buffs, those have to be name brand. But other than that, like if I'm just going to get Cheerios or like Fruit Loops or something like that, all the knockoff brands honestly taste just the same to me or at least good enough. Yeah, it's something I'm willing to cut cost on. Another thing is eating out. We try to avoid eating out as much as possible. If we spent all this money on grocery shopping, I want to use those groceries. Things like vegetables and fruits go bad so fast. If I'm not going to use them that week I bought them, it's just wasting all of my money. Yeah, I definitely agree. This is something that I've had to spend a lot of energy on being better at because neither of us are really joyful cooks. I mean, we'll do it because we're trying to be better, but we don't love it. So eating out used to be kind of our go-to, especially fast food, just because it was cheaper than actually going to a sit-down restaurant and it's faster and everything. This is the biggest thing we've changed within our budget to really cut back on costs. And I'd also say that 
if you're not somebody who can, you know, stop doing something cold turkey, if you still need to once a week go to McDonald's or wherever it is that you like to go, I would say just be more conscious of what you're actually buying while you're there. So instead of getting whatever meal you want, whatever drink you want, whatever extras you want, which really racks up because to be honest, for two people to go to fast food, it's really not that cheap anymore. can easily spend $20 on a meal, which is just crazy. Just a lot of places have dollar menus. So just get one small thing off the dollar menu. That way you're giving yourself a little treat of something that you enjoy. It's not wrecking your diet too bad. It's not wrecking your financial diet too bad. Um, That would be my suggestion. But if you can go cold turkey and just stop going all together, obviously that's the best. Yeah, I know a lot of people uh, I work with and people I see struggle with eating out during work hours because some people don't have time to pack a lunch. They don't want to pack a lunch. I think that if you're able to bring your own food, that's another area to cut the cost of eating out. I always just bring something really easy. Most times just a sandwich, some fruit, some trail mix, something like that. That's really simple to bring for while I'm at work. Yeah, I found that doing something like a sandwich works really well for me. Um, Jacob doesn't really like that too much. He wants warm food at lunch. So what we found that works best for him is we just make a little bit extra um, food at dinner and then he just takes the leftovers for lunch. So that's kind of the routine that works for us. I want something simple, kind of like a kid's lunch basically, because that's just what I like. So I'm fine with like a PB&J. That's perfectly fine for lunch for me. And it's not super expensive. And then he'll just take the leftovers. And that, that situation has kind of just worked out best for us. Yeah, you really have to look at what works best for you and your family. What I like is not what everyone who's listening is going to like. Another way to cut cost is if you're someone who likes to wear makeup a lot, you can actually buy the drugstore brands versus going to somewhere like Sephora. It'll be a lot cheaper. I've done this in my life and I actually go on YouTube and just watch somebody like Jeffree Star puts out reviews of drugstore and name brand products and you can find the cheaper ones that are worth buying so you don't have to buy it and realize it's not a good product or you can be like me who will just not wear makeup during the week because they're too lazy before they get up to go to work and that's how I solve my um my makeup crisis is that I just save it for special occasions oh I never wear makeup to work that's just too much effort for me I do it on weekends sometimes but I know there's a lot of people out there who do enjoy it yeah if you're the person who is gonna get up in the morning extra early and put on you know a bunch of makeup every day then that's definitely a way to go but if you're somebody who can cut it out and just not buy any more makeup for a while like I did that's a really really easy way to cut back on money yeah another way to cut back is not going to get all these extra things done that you can do yourself for example getting your hair done or your nails done like every two weeks I know a lot of people go to get their nails done you can do that yourself you can practice get better at it you can even buy the little press-on ones that's cheaper than going to get like a full set of acrylic nails done I'm someone who loved to get their nails done I still would love to go get my nails done so I completely understand that want like you just it's I like the experience of going to the nail salon. It's relaxing to me. I get some time to just feel like, you know, like a little pampered and it just feels nice. And to me, it's just relaxing. So if you're that type of person, I understand that this can be hard, but this was the first thing that I cut when we really decided that we were going to kind of crack down on our budget because it's just an unnecessary expense. It just, it really is. And you have to go every couple of weeks to keep up on it to actually make it look good. So this is something where you're either going to have to deal with not having your nails done at all or you need to learn to do it at home, whichever way works best for you. I just 
don't have them done anymore. But I know other people are willing to put in the time. Isabel does her nails a lot by herself. Yeah, whenever I'm going to do them, I just do it myself. If you practice enough, it gets a lot easier and they will look just as good as if you went to get them done in the nail salon. Another thing that you can do yourself is a lot of pet care. For example, me and my husband give our dogs baths ourselves. You can also do the nail trimming yourself. I don't like to do that. It kind of scares me because I know it can hurt them. So we do pay to get that done and sometimes pay to get their ears cleaned because we have beagles and their ears can get infected really easily. But we try to clean their ears and give them baths ourselves all the time. You don't have to pay to get that done. We don't pay anymore to have our dog go get a bath, but we also don't give him a bath, really. Um, We just brush him all the time, and the way his coat is, is it stays pretty nice. Um, If something happens where he does get dirty and he needs a bath, we'll usually take him in just because we live in an apartment, and I just don't like washing him in the bathtub. That's ours. That's just kind of a weird thing that I do, Um, but we just have we haven't even taken him to get a bath for like a couple years. So that's another way that we've cut expenses. We've also cut expenses by looking at the types of toys that we get him. We got him one toy a couple years ago that has lasted and like that's his favorite toy and that's just what he gets and we don't really like keep buying him more stuff. Yeah, that's really smart. We try not to buy too many toys for our dogs. We try to get the ones that last a little bit longer and I totally understand not wanting to give them a bath where you're taking your showers. We always give our dogs baths in our spare bathroom because I don't know just a little bit gross <laughs> I mean I completely agree we don't we don't do it in our bathtub either so uh, another way that I cut down for my budget is I never buy brand new clothes if I do I'm gonna go right to the sale racks and if there's nothing there I'm probably not going to be buying from that store I can go to somewhere like Goodwill and find something just as nice for a way cheaper price. It's not bad to get used clothes. I kind of take the other approach because I'm somebody who I'd rather online shop than go into actual stores. So I will shop any sales that I can find online or if I don't have the money for it, like right now clothing isn't really in our budget. I just don't get it. I'm, I think I'm just the type of personality that I'm either going to do it or not do it. So Isabel's really good at finding those like cheap finds and I'm more like I just won't buy it until I can buy the thing that I want. That's totally fine. People have different personalities. You just have to know that you have to budget to save up for that item you want if you're going to spend more money on it. Right. And that's kind of what I would rather do. Um, So I just I just deal with the clothes that I have. And then when our financial situation is a little bit better, when we're out of this debt and, you know, we have more room to breathe, then I'll look at possibly going to get some new clothes. But until then, what I have works just fine. Another thing to consider is gym memberships. I know a lot of people want to get in shape and like going to the gym, but if realistically you're not going to use it, don't waste your money on the gym membership. And if your apartment or where you're living has a free gym, again, don't waste money on paying for one if you have the free one right there for your use. I am really guilty about this is that I always I'm always trying to you know better myself which is what we talk about on this podcast all the time which is great but I really struggle in the realm of health so it's something that I start and stop a lot so I've recently started working out again but it's at my apartment's free gym so it's not something that I have to pay extra for so it's not coming out of my pocket I was the type of person who was like okay I'm gonna start working out I'm gonna do it every day I'm gonna go to all these classes I'm gonna pay for everything and so I would do it for like a couple of weeks and then I would stop doing it and then it was just a waste of money because then you have to cancel the contract and I was part of Planet Fitness for like I don't know like 
three or four months or something that I actually went. And then we moved and there wasn't a Planet Fitness near us when we moved. So we had to figure out how to like get that gym membership canceled. And we kept forgetting, kept forgetting. It was like $20 every time for Jacob and I. It would come out of our account and I would see it and I would remember and then I'd get mad that I hadn't already canceled it. So finally, I remember to actually like go check into it. And it's the most ridiculous process to cancel Planet Fitness ever. You have to sign, you have to write a letter, you have to sign it, you have to send it in with, um, what is it called? Like, not- I can't even think of what it's called as well, but it's like when you send in a specific mail, like a special mail, so that way you can track whether they got it or not. You send it in that way and you can't, you can't just call, you can't email, you can't anything. There's no way to actually easily cancel the subscription. You have to send in an actual letter, like you're from the 1900s. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I just don't even bother with gym memberships. I'll just run outside, do some ab workouts outside or in my house. You can even go on YouTube and find like yoga videos or workout videos if you like doing stuff like that. Obviously, that's not going to work for you if you really like weightlifting or something like that, but it's always an option. I'm not the biggest person to work outside because I'm always like, ew, it's so hot. I'm going to sweat. It's disgusting. But (laughs) if you're fine with it, then yeah, you can definitely go outside and work out. I like to either go to the gym and work out on the treadmill. Um, It's kind of like my comfort zone right now until I get more confident to do something else or work out at home with like a video. So that's kind of like what I do to save money, but still worrying about my health. Speaking of memberships, like at the gym, another way to cut costs is subscriptions. I am guilty of it. Signing up for all these subscriptions and then forgetting how many I have. And I'm just getting charged for all these subscriptions without even remembering that I have them. Oh, yeah. This was something that Jacob and I 100% went through and just like purged everything when we were getting our budget in check. So I think the subscriptions that we still actually pay for are Hulu and Spotify. I think those are the only subscriptions. After Game of Thrones, HBO was gone. We don't pay for Netflix because we use Jacob's parents' account, which I'm sure everybody uses somebody else's Netflix account. That's not <laughs> that's not unusual. Most people do. I was paying for Apple Music for a while, but then I just went on Jacob's Spotify, so we canceled that. We had... I'm trying to think of what other subscriptions we had. Oh, yeah. I I forget Amazon Prime because we pay for it like at one. It's not like a monthly expense. We just pay for it once. But we still do have that. But we we utilize that. We use Amazon Prime for whenever we need to shop for something online. I'm trying to think of any other subscriptions that we've cut that just seemed unnecessary. We really only have Amazon Prime because we have Hulu, but that's included with our cell phone. It's included. And I steal mom and dad's Netflix, so... Not steal, borrow. I just use it, but. (laughs) It's not stealing. Everything's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I think the only subscriptions we have are the Hulu and the Spotify pretty much. That's, That's about it. We've cut everything else out. This isn't a subscription, but the people that like Postmates or Uber everywhere or that kind of stuff, like the service industry. I know a lot of people are bad about that. Yeah, that's true. I do like to get delivery and that's way more expensive. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have ever looked, but not only do you get charged for the delivery, but then you have to leave a tip. And then also some places when you're getting delivery from a place that doesn't necessarily isn't known for it, like you're not going to find this at a pizza place, but for other places that do delivery, sometimes they'll charge you extra for the food as well when you're getting it delivered. 
So delivery is just a waste of money. Like it's so much money. And I know that it's easy and nobody likes to go out to get their own food. But if you are going to go out to eat and you're already compromising with your budget by going out to eat, you probably shouldn't compromise with it more by also getting it delivered. I don't even think about that when I'm getting delivery. And it's like all those little, you know, little small charges that you don't really think about that really add up over time. Another thing that is really expensive is gas. Everyone has to pay for it. Whenever you're driving to work, you're wasting gas. Um, Well, not wasting, but you have to use gas almost every day if you drive. I have found an app called Get Upside, and it actually finds discounts for you on gas, and you just scan your receipt, and you get money back, and then you can just deposit that into your account. It's really, really convenient to be able to get a discount on that because it's it's something you can't really cut the cost of. Right. Gas is basically like however far you have to drive for work. I mean, you can't really change that unless you move. So it's a set amount that you basically have to pay for. You can't change how expensive it is. Like you don't have control over it. So that's that's a really good tip um, for anybody who is out there and wants to find a way to save some money on gas that you can get money back using that app. I know a lot of other people also, if you have... Whatever grocery store is near you, whether it's like Kroger or like near us, we have H-E-B. A lot of them will have rewards that you can use um, to like pay for your gas or to pay for your groceries based on how much gas you buy there, however it works. But so you should look into that with whatever grocery store is near you. That'd be really nice. Um, Another thing that's hard to cut back on is your electric and water bills. I have trouble cutting back on that because I already minimized my use of both those things. But I know some people like to leave lights on, leave their TV on, leave some water running. You should really try to not do any of those things because it can bring your electric and water bills up. Okay, leaving the lights on is definitely me. I'm so (laughs) bad at that. I'm terrible at it. Like I walk through the house, turn on all the lights, and then Jacob walks behind me and turns them all off. So they do get turned off. It's just not by me because I'm so bad at remembering to do it. So yeah, that's something to keep in mind. I don't leave the TV on all day. I didn't know that people actually like left it on when they weren't using it, but I don't do that. Some people leave stuff on for their pets when they're not there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but some people are a little. Okay, well, trying not to judge those people right now because I think they'll be fine without the TV on. They'll understand. <laughs> oh, And trust me, I like baby my dog so much. Like, it's ridiculous. So if I'm telling you that you don't need to leave the TV on for them, like, they're going to be okay. I agree. I baby mine so much. They act like little humans. I know. It's it's honestly insane, but that's okay. We love them, right? Right. Another thing that you can cut on, but you have to be willing to make the sacrifice is wearing glasses instead of contacts. I am not willing to make that sacrifice, but contacts are very, very expensive. And if you can't afford them anymore, it's fine to just wear glasses. Yeah, that's something that I've cut back on. And what I do is instead of, I have the dailies, which are more expensive than getting, you know, the contacts that last you for two weeks. But what I do with them is I space them out. So instead of opening one up and having it go bad by me not using it, What I do is I have the dailies and then instead of wearing contacts every day, I spread it out and I I usually save them for the weekend when we're out doing something. So I'll wear my glasses during the week and then I'll spread out my contact usage for longer. And that's kind of how I save money and can still sometimes wear contacts. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I have the monthly one, so that's not as easy to do, but you can try to make them last a little bit longer if you're not wearing them all the time. 
So when me and Nick were making our budget, something we really had to talk about was our hobbies. I don't have that many hobbies that take up a large chunk of money. Nick, my husband, is very into video games, so we had to discuss a budget for video games. I'm a little bit strict with it because I'm crazy about my finances, but I told him you get $20 a month for video games, and if you want to buy like a $60 game, because that's what they are when they're brand new, you have to save up for a few months before you can actually buy that product. At first, he really had to think about it because video games are his life, but he was willing, he understood we have to cut costs somewhere, it's okay to save up the money for it. He can also buy like the discounted games that are a little bit cheaper. I know everyone wants the new and greatest thing, but he did agree with me on that after we discussed it for a little bit. You have to really talk about these things with your significant other to make them understand why it's important to save money on these particular things because sometimes that's the only thing you can cut cost on. We don't have that many other things that we spend that much money on that we need to cut back on. Yeah, that's a really good point. My hobbies aren't usually that expensive either. I'm usually reading a book or something a little bit more low-key, but Jacob also has more expensive hobbies. But unfortunately for our budget right now, we just had to completely cut out the hobbies. So basically his hobby is going to flight school. (laughs) That's the only hobby that he gets right now. And then obviously in the future, when he wants to start doing things again, then we'll fit that back into the budget. But for us, for now, in our situation, we just had to completely cut that out. So if you're at the point where you really need to save money, then, I mean, you just, to be honest, like you just don't get hobbies for a while. Like that's just your life. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make that sacrifice. Another thing me and Nick have talked about is date nights and cutting costs on that. We really don't go out to eat that much or go out and do something for our date nights. Like having a date night is important to spend that quality time together, but we can just sit at home, play a board game we have, make dinner together, watch a movie and consider that to be a good date night. And then after a few months, we save up money to be able to go out and do something a little bit more exciting together. Another thing people should consider when budgeting is planning for Christmas. A lot of people spend a lot of money around Christmas time. You can budget out that money way ahead of time so you have all the money you need and it's not such a hard hit come December. Also, you can consider talking to your family like, I don't have that much money this year. It's just not going to be big extravagant gifts and that's okay. Maybe you don't even have to talk about your family with that because you guys just always do low cost gifts. If they're used to something bigger, maybe just talk to them about it because I know sometimes it's hard when you feel the pressure you want to get something super nice that they're going to love, but something small and heartfelt is just as good. Yeah, I really agree with that. You know Christmas is going to be happening. You know that it comes every year. So if it's something that your family likes to do big, it's definitely something you need to plan for. And again, just have open communication with your family if this year just isn't going to work out exactly like other years. Now, I know a lot of this budgeting does not sound a lot of like a lot of fun. Like we're cutting out gifts. We're cutting out going out. We're cutting out vacations. We're cutting out hobbies. This isn't meant to be long term. This is meant to be If you can get your finances together, then in the future, you can spend more money on the things that you want to do and they can be guilt-free because doing things that you love to do when you can't actually afford them, there's always that little bit in the back of your head that makes it not quite as enjoyable. But 
let's say you're doing this throughout your 20s, you get yourself in a really great situation, and then in your 30s, you can go on dates. You can get your husband or wife that gift that they've always been wanting. You can go on this really great family vacation. You can do all the things you want to do and you won't have to feel guilty about it. You'll know that you've set your family up for success. You'll know that you've set your um, retirement up for success. You'll know that there's just less stress involved in it. So when we talk about all these budgeting cuts, this isn't meant to be for forever. You don't have to be a penny pincher for forever. The goal is to not be a penny pincher forever. The goal is that you do this now and it pays off later. Delayed gratification. That's what it's all about is you put in the work now and then later on you'll get to reap those rewards. I really hope you guys liked this week's episode. We really put a lot of thought into it, a lot of ways that we like to save money and kind of a hopeful message of this isn't going to be forever. You know, it's going to get better in the future. Put in the work now and it'll be better later on. I really hope you guys liked that message. Um, If you did, don't forget, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, at Live Potentially. Follow us on our website, livepotentially.com. Join the email list. Don't forget to go over and check out the download that we've just put up of the Excel spreadsheet or the Google Sheets spreadsheet of budgeting. I really think you guys are going to like that, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.